0: So the date is October 1st and I am interviewing Kitty Langan for my professional kinesiology um, project. So can I ask you like what your career title is?
1: Well, I'm actually a retired certified athletic trainer.
0: Right. And um, where was your place of employment?
1: I worked as an athletic trainer always at the, well, not always, (laughs) mainly at the secondary uh, school level, so high school level. Mm-hmm. I also trained at a community college for two years, and then I was at the university when I was getting my degree.
0: Okay, and then um, for your education, what was like? What did your education look like? Um, like like your major or your minor? Um, kind of how long it took you to get through this major, and if you did masters.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> the, the schooling has changed since I went to school.
0: Mm-hmm. When I was
1: in college, my undergrad um, was in health education with mm-hmm. a minor in athletic training. Okay. And at that time, all you had to do was have um, hours in the field mm-hmm. working as a student, and you had to have, uh, I want to say it was like, 1500 hours or something it wasn't really a whole lot and then you sat for the certification exam which had a written and an oral board piece to it
0: oh Oh, interesting Um,
1: yes but now to become a certified and licensed athletic trainer because I also became licensed in the state of Arizona Mm -hmm. not all states have licensure for athletic trainers Mm. but most do I believe in okay history. but to get to be an athletic trainer now even at the high school level you have to complete a master's program mm, okay like like it used to be for physical therapy really right now physical therapy needs a doctorate so
0: right
1: we're kind of the professions kind of following those lines right and you still have to do your certification and mm. you ne- I believe there's still an oral but I sure mm-hmm. if there's still an oral board interesting so, Cool, thank you. Completely changed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then do you have, like, since your so your previous work in the field was athletic training and secondary education and high schools, correct, and community college? Uh-huh. And do you um, have any, like, now that you're retired, do you have any future goals that you would, like, like to see in those environments or something that they could improve on um, just Uh-oh. in the athletic training field?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yes. I believe that every state should have um, licensure for athletic trainers. Okay. I think that uh, having a license, a certification is fine. Mm-hmm. License shows that the state actually um, thinks of your profession as being significant, and we have direct contact with athletes, young, old, mm-hmm. you know, you name it. Right. Um. As, and a profession as a whole. I would really love to see certified athletic trainers working with all the youth sports programs that we have, and oh. uh, you have all of these young boys and girls. Let's say playing soccer, mm. and they get hurt on the soccer field, and nobody really knows what to do for them. Oh, you know, it's probably just a sprained ankle, when they could have a significant fracture and not even know it. Wow, because they're young and resilient, and that sort of thing. Yeah, there is. Concussions, let's say. And so, anyway, I think that the profession could
0: use more like
1: community, yeah, yeah. communities could really Mm. benefit from athletic trainers and their expertise and, you know, maybe having um, some rehab facilities available, which also would offset some costs for healthcare.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wow, that's very interesting. And then, what was the part of the career? That you enjoyed the most, that you think um, other people would like really enjoy with that athletic training field.
1: It's working with the people. Yeah. The athletes, mm-hmm. getting to know. If you're at one um, school like I was for you know thirty some years, mm-hmm. you get to know athletes, their families. Yeah. You know, knowing the coaches, but
0: the social aspect of it.
1: Like it's, yeah it's, it's amazing the yeah relationships that you build
0: wow that's really cool and what do you think was um person kind of like a more personal was it super how did you um take your empathy and put that towards like when you saw someone on the field that got super hurt um mm-hmm. how did you like keep kind of that boundary up of, like, not, I don't, like, I know everybody has different personalities, but I know some people with, like, really empathetic personalities can get, like, super sad that, like, someone's hurt and hurting, and if they're not getting better, um, just kind of putting your emotions to the side to just make sure that you're helping them. If that, do you kind of understand the question? I totally do. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a very good question, because that is a lot of times what drives athletic trainers out of profession. Mm. You know, it's the same thing in any field, um, but especially if you're talking about someone's health. Oh, yeah. um, I, I'll give you an example. I had a young man that had a heart condition, mm. and he ended up, I made him go and go to a cardiologist and have his heart checked because his his um, heart rate was elevated, like really yeah. High. And our team doc was in agreement, and so we sent him to a cardiologist. And unfortunately, they found that he had a potentially life-threatening heart condition. Oh, my goodness. And so he couldn't play the sport that he loved anymore.
0: Oh, my goodness. And
1: when you're in the moment, you have to just try to explain rationally to Mm. them and Mm -hmm. um, hope that they understand. And I... I cried a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was too. Mm
1: -hmm. And his mother left, but, you know, then you have to put it in perspective and you go, oh my gosh,
0: Like
1: I potentially saved saved that young man's life.
0: Yeah, like you have to look at it that way.
1: (laughs) You know, even though he hated me and would never talk to me.
0: Oh, yeah, but that's cool that, like, you, like, have to change your perspective on it. Because that is, that's very true. Um, Yeah. So... What is something that most people don't know about this career when they're getting their education?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of grunt work.
0: Mm, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
1: You're preparing uh, water jugs and cleaning them and cleaning water bottles, sterilizing yeah to get hurt
0: right right um and then I kind of have some sorry were you finished with your, with your thought oh, yeah. okay and then some of the custom kind of questions I had was did you do you know or did you work with anybody that um had a like master's in nutrition or had like their career path was being a nutritionist I
1: actually had a student and her mother was a nutritionist mm-hmm. and because I, I wasn't just the athletic trainer I also taught um, athletic training uh, sports medicine classes and mm-hmm. that sort of thing I had her mother come in and speak um, during my nutrition unit that I taught
0: okay. students. Mm-hmm.
1: which and and she I want to say she worked at the county Wow. As a nutritionist, yeah.
0: Wow, that's really cool, actually.
1: And there, and I had students that um, shadowed at the hospital.
0: Oh, yeah. Shadowed
1: the nutritionist at the hospital. Mm. I took a class from a gal um, that was a nutritionist, a sports nutritionist um, from the U of A.
0: Wow, okay. That's very cool. That's very, very cool. Um, and then what's something you would look for while hiring? Like, if you were to hire an intern um, to help you out with athletic training or just like this, like class that, um, you were teaching, like if you were to hire like a student teacher or an intern, what would you look for, um, while hiring this intern or looking for the student teacher?
1: Um, I think it's important that they are excited about learning. They're excited about going into that field or Exploring it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, when you do an internship, you don't necessarily. You maybe find out, eh, maybe that's not actually what I want to do. And there's nothing wrong with doing internship, right? And fu- and learning that that's not what
0: you want to do. you want to do, right? You
1: right. know,
0: yeah, that makes some sense.
1: That you have a rapport.
0: hmm
1: That uh, that you're open. Um, that the person's not too. Uh, in in athletic training, anyway. You have a lot of contact with um, the athlete, right? And I, I think it's important that as an intern, you keep a, uh, a wall—not a wall, but a barrier—that you're not getting buddy-buddy with.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And your clients and that
0: sort of thing. hmm And then that like personable aspect of it too, of just being like very personable, but also like getting right. the job done. But yeah. yeah but it's not overdone <laughs> yeah exactly um and then I think kind of the last I, it kind of goes on with like the future goals or something but like as what would be something that going through like being retired now and kind of going through this whole process of being an athletic trainer seeing a nutritionist like just seeing all these things like what's something that like really inspires you with the whole field um that like like what inspires like what inspires you to what inspired you to be better at being this like being a better athletic trainer and being like showing people like being a better nutritionist or being better in the field of kinesiology
1: I I think a big thing is you need to be involved in your organization mm. national level mm-hmm. state level um and attend conferences and mm. always always um read read professional journals professional yeah. articles so that you're current and that yeah
0: like you're keeping you keep uh, up
1: you know
0: because yeah like you're has- learning <laughs> right yeah yeah like I'm you just keep learning. learning yeah awesome well thank you so much that was a very like that was such an informational interview actually um i just